We got my man Alohi Gilman on for this episode, Varsity House Podcast. Uh, we want to talk about, you know, obviously uh, NFL Combine approaching this week. And we brought, you know, a former teammate of mine, current Los Angeles Chargers safety, Alohi Gilman on just to talk about his experience at the Combine, but also, um, you know, what, what an athlete may go through and, you know, what's expected out of the athlete from the coaches, from the trainers, you know, from the scouts, all those things, you know, when they when they get into Indianapolis. So, Aloha, appreciate you joining us. Appreciate you appreciate guys. You guys. Thanks, for Thanks for having me. Um, so, like I mentioned, you know, the combine this week in Indianapolis, and so obviously, you know, most of our viewers are, you know, probably you know sports fans or are somewhat know about you know the NFL combine this week, but you know, a lot of people don't have the insight that you may have, you know, as a you know former. Notre Dame player, you know, getting invited to the combine as a, as a player, you know, as a, anyone growing up playing football, I feel like the goal and the dream is to get invited to the NFL combine. And so let's just start there. You know, obviously your journey was a little bit different, uh, you know, played at Navy, transferred to Notre Dame, had a hell of a career at Notre Dame and, you know, went on to declare for the NFL draft and, uh, you know, soon that uh, combine or combine invite came. So kind of just, you know, talk about, you know, maybe you growing up as a kid and just thinking about the NFL combine, the NFL dreams. But then, you know, also when reality sets in and you get invited to the combine, it's not it's not as sweet as some people may think it is. You know, growing up, it was funny. I used to watch the combine with my uh, my little brother, my little brother. Uh, he plays football at Stanford right now. Um, but I remember watching with him growing up. It was pretty dope, you know, watching and seeing, seeing the guy, your name get called. Uh, going out and running, doing all the drills, and you know, kind of dreaming of getting that opportunity. Um, and then when I was at Navy, I kind of did had the same vision, you know, seeing the combine. I used to sit down in like a a conference room and like pull it up on the on the you know projector and just watch it and like man, like dreaming of wanting to get that opportunity because it looks super cool. Um, you know, it's it's the biggest uh, event that you can get invited to for football. Uh, so that, it was super dope watching that. Um, and yeah, getting that opportunity was cool, man. It was it was a dream come true for sure, uh, and and it was something like I I really enjoyed, and it was I was grateful to be a part of. But like you said, you know the dreams come into reality when you actually step into the building and you realize, you know the situation, the pressure that's involved in being a part of the combat. Um, understanding that this is like your shot to put out your best stuff to, you know, basically get interviewed for your dream job. So it was crazy, man. It was, it was a super cool experience, but you could feel, feel the pressure like just immediately when you step in the building, like seeing scouts all over, seeing coaches. Um, and through that process, you actually kind of see like some guys actually kind of, I don't want to say it, but they kind of fold because it's a lot. It's a lot of pressure. Like they go through a rigorous schedule. Like we're waking up really early, going to sleep really late. Um, constant interviews. You have schedules of interviews all throughout the day, and it, and it's nuts. It's it's one of those things. It's like if you don't have your mind ready to ready to to go through like a crazy five to seven day schedule, you know some guys they might not even make it through and be happy. And it could it does affect your your uh, your combine performance actually just based off of you know your your schedule and the things that you do. Yeah, I want to t- touch on that a little bit. Once again, thank you for hopping on. 
How exhausting of a process is it? Because as a kid, all you see from the TV perspective is they run 40s, they do some some broad jumps, some verts. But come to find out, the older I get, I realize a lot of you guys have like rigorous schedules the entire day, and then you end the day with a 40. Like, just talk about how exhausting that entire process is. It's crazy, man. It's actually like a lot of people don't understand. They think you just show up and put on a you know, you put on your gear and go run a 40 and do all the drills and stuff. But really, like, that's the last, very last thing you do. So for everyone else, they're thinking, man, they're probably fresh and everything, going to this thing, ready to go. Meanwhile, we're, like, mentally just blasted. Physically, like, we've been eating. They've been feeding us not very good food, which is another thing we can get into as well. Um, Like, we're barely sleeping. And then we got to go run for our lives. And it's like, damn, like, I got to be able to really perform on a high level in this, like, stressful moment. But it's crazy. It's it's one of those things. There's a lot of different aspects to it. It's like people don't understand. There's, a, uh, you know, obviously the interviews that, that happens. There's the medical part, which is probably the biggest part of it. Um, you have other tests that you do throughout the, throughout the uh, process, whether it be on the computer or whether it be the written, written tests. We actually go through like a series of like five to eight tests that we go through like a testing period and you go do a bunch of different tests, seeing your IQ, seeing a bunch of other stuff, which is crazy because we're like thinking we just about to come here, run 40s and do the bench. And we over here taking tests like it's the SAT. So it's crazy, man. And that experience, like you get to the field on the last day and you're so happy to be done like you like, this is the end. You're like, bro, I'm about to run and get get up out of here because this place is not it. But, bro, it's, it's, a, a, crazy it's a crazy experience. experience. Mm-hmm. And now even even when you when you get to Indy and you see, you know, everything is laid out for you, you know, from the, from the time you get to the airport, they're celebrating, you know, mm-hmm. NFL Combine. I'm sure they got maybe a chauffeur or driver that picks you up. And now when you first get in, does this start that moment or do they, or do they give you time to breathe and, you know, let it all sink in? Sink in? Oh no, they're, they're on, they're on you right away, bro. You got right when you get into the indie, you literally got a chance to go get your hotel key, put your stuff down and you got agents or interviews, scouts texting you right away. Like, Meet me over here in five minutes. Boom, 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 boom. So you're like, bro, what? You don't even know where the hell you're at. Uh, so it's it's nuts, bro. It's like one of those things. You're just like, from the day you get there to the last time you run that last forty and get up out of there, you do not stop. And it's hard because you go through a whole day of that, and you try to lay down and go to sleep like at midnight. You can't even sleep because you're thinking about all these other things that's going on. So it, it's nuts. And when you when you finally get to the field, um, or before we get to the field, well, let's definitely touch on the interviews a little bit because obviously, you know, those questions, you know, some could be family related, some could be obviously, some could be personal, but also some could be very wild. And you know, yeah, did yeah. you did you get any you know wild questions or anything like that? Uh, uh Sue, I think. Mine might have been, which this is all no disrespect or this is all out of good intentions, I guess. Someone asked me about Manti Teo's uh, catfish hoax. 
because I'm like he's we're from the same hometown, so he like lived right down the road from me growing up and whatnot. And it's like so someone asked me about that and if I had like connections with him and whatnot. So I was like, yeah, I'm a good friend. He's like, are you a friend of Manti Tells? I'm like, yeah, I'm a good friend of mine. Obviously, Notre Dame connection, and we're from the same hometown, blah, blah, blah. And they, like, start grilling me about the catfish thing. And I'm like, bro, what? What's going on? And I don't even know what I said. I probably would just, like, shrug them off because I'm like, bro, you're tripping. And now even even looking back on it, uh, think about maybe the interviews or just the conversations that you had with the Chargers. Did anything lead to, you know, maybe thinking that they were going to pick you or that you would end up there? Weirdly, bro, I I think I interviewed with them once, and it was at the Senior Bowl in uh, Mobile. And it was, like, the most casual interview. I didn't think much of it. It was a young scout. And that was it. Like, so I Chargers was not even close to being on my list of, of potential teams that would – you know, be wanting to hire me, but yeah, that was weird. One question that I do want to talk about in terms of the on the field stuff. When, when, like, I didn't go to the combine, but you prepare for like on drill stuff or like your pro day and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you talk about you like all the three steps in terms of forties and you know shuttles and L cone and all that stuff. How nervous are you actually out there when you're performing, like when you're on NFL Network and all that? Yeah, that's another cool. That's a good question because like. People think, you know, it is it is a controlled environment, but it's like that to one of those points where it's too controlled because you while you're out there and you're warming up, you could hear someone cough from the other side of the field. Like it's like that silent that like it, it, it brings that nerves because then there's like cameras following you. There's like on both sides of the field, there's just agents and coaches. You see Bill Belichick up there. Um, and this is like the dream job, you know, and you have one shot. And so those nerves was the, the craziest like mental battle because you're in there and you're warming up and you don't want to hype yourself up too much. And some guys get hyped up too much and, you know, they're either getting hurt or they don't run very well. Like people don't understand how crazy the mental part of this, this combine is. And it's super stressful. Like you could, you could hear a coin drop literally while you're, while you're running or while you're waiting to get your number called. Number 39, Aloe Gum and Safety Notre Dame. Like, and it's crazy. Once that comes on, I didn't think I would be too nervous, but once I heard my name called and my number to run the 40, bro, my heart was beating so crazy. It was nuts. Were you nervous about the, uh, the catch drill with the gauntlet? Were you going down that? Uh, no. Nah. Turning the wrong way or anything like that? <laughs> We did see people do that, which was pretty funny. But luckily, I I'm a good listener and I watch people mess up before me. <laughs> like the football stuff was the easiest part of the whole combine. Like that's what we do, you know. We play football, so catching footballs and stuff. That stuff was easy, but all the other stuff was like not as fun as people make it look like. <laughs> I do have a question, uh, and when, when you talk about the stress and you know getting too hyped. Uh, I didn't go to the, the combine either, but pro day, uh, I remember like it was, we, so I came out the year, uh, you know, COVID and everything. So there was even no pro day that went on. So it was like me, Wu, Dalen, and we were all just like geeked and excited and Dalen started passing out like pre-workout. And I, m- mind you, I've never taken pre-workout like for anything before. 
So I'm thinking like, all right, bet. Like I look, yeah. I look, he needed a little energy boost after the uh, bench. So we took the pre-workout. I was, I was ready to go. Like if I could have probably ran a hundred meter dash, like hundred meter yard dash if, if I had to. Um, but I say that to say like, it's even when you get to the line, it's so much that you like think about because when you practice it, it's yeah. like, okay, I, it's, yeah. it don't really matter. I got another opportunity and you know you feel good and things like that but like even when you get up to the line and i'm sure at the combine you see a lot of guys having to restart because of it the Mm -hmm. guy i don't even know his his name but or his job title but you see the guy next to the starting line how much does he Mm -hmm. play into your 40 yard dash because i feel like some people get up there and they try to like not mess up to a point to where it's like they don't have to re they don't have to restart and then it kind of just messes up their whole timing and thing yeah yeah that's a good point it it plays a huge role just because obviously people who've done it and you guys who've done it it's the 40 is all technique you know it's a 40 yard dash it's really not going to do show you if you're a great football player but it shows you like how fast you are your technical how you are mechanically running and whatnot so a lot of the stuff is what you program throughout your training i'm doing this step taking this right here, this much amount of pressure on my left hand, my right hand. This is my angles on my shins. Like, So get, going up there, like you said, there's a lot going through your mind. And hopefully you, it's, you're not supposed to be thinking as much, but that's just what happens. But the guy who's actually at the line watching you plays a huge role because he determines like whether it's a good start or bad start, but also um, he's a guy who – is the guy who starts your 40. So it is lasered, but there's there's a beginning guy who actually can catch, who catches your first movement. So some guys, you might catch a, a small movement of you, while another guy, he might not catch it as fast, which will, you know, benefit for your time to be less or more. So, like, there's, like, little techniques for that. But, yeah, bro, like, you kind of have to be a little bit sly through the whole the whole thing. And whoever you're, whoever you trained with, they'll give you some tips to do that. But... It is a lot of pressure going up there because you're thinking of so much things. And if you mess up one little thing, it could cost, you know, two tenths of a second, which from some people, like, that's a lot of money. Now, last thing, last thing before we let you go, um, you know, now being able to look back on it and, you know, obviously you're, you're, you're living your dream. You're playing in the NFL, just finished a great season with the Chargers. Um Anything that you would, I guess, look back to and maybe do something or do anything different now that you, you know, know or maybe just not put so much pressure on one part of the draft process over another part? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, think, I think I think I did pretty well at this, but I think one thing that people should do, you know, obviously prepping for this is now that I'm on the other side played three seasons, going into my fourth year. Um, you kind of see the ins and outs of the business. You kind of understand how, like, the director of uh, recruiting goes on or scouting. And honestly, bro, like, a lot of this stuff is really – I don't know how to say it, but it it's really minor. Like, like these interviews – and I'm not saying to keep take it light, to make it light, but to make it casual, you know. It's one of those things where it's, you're having conversations with normal people, and these people – you know, may or may not break your, you know, your status, but 
just being yourself and being more casual and not thinking like you're interviewing with the, you know, President Joe Biden every time you step into the building. Like, it, it, it makes a big difference. It just can relieve some pressure off you. But just understanding like these people are here to work for you and to understand you. When you look at it that way, it takes a lot of stress off of you and you can just go out there and just be yourself and uh, really just be in the moment because, like I said, it's a big buildup going into actually performing on the field. And some guys, they're so worried about the 40 all week. And it's like, bro, we have three days until then. So let's just focus on this, do the medical, enjoy it. Like this is a dream of yours to be able to be a part of the combine. So if you just enjoy it, take it one day at a time, takes a lot of stress off. And I'm pretty sure it'll help you, you know, perform well while you're on the field. Definitely. I learned a lot from that, you know, obviously, um, just being able to just to especially watch it this weekend. You know, people have been able just to get, you know, a little taste of football with the XFL and, and those things going on. But, you know, everyone on social media, everyone on Twitter, especially is excited for the combine, you know, uh, Adam Schefter and who's it? Mel Kuyper, you know, this, this is where they make their money. And so mm-hmm. it's crazy yeah. that like these yeah. dudes wait around all year, you know, projecting and watching college football and those things just to make, you know, projections on where a kid's going to go and how a kid's going to perform. So, um, you know, obviously a lot riding on the pro on the, the combine, but also very exciting moment for the, you know, the guys who get to go and perform there. So, uh, definitely appreciate your time. We'll definitely have to do this again. We'll have to get a full interview. Yeah, for sure. You know, hopefully it's not it's, it's not snowing there anymore. But <laughs> I know, bro. What's going on? But yeah, I appreciate you guys having me. It was good to be out here. Definitely got to catch up again. Right, appreciate you.